Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Truck and Got Easy Guide into Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling cohort Spilled Beans. How you doing today, Beans? Doing pretty well. Uh, it's been... It's been a, a surprisingly relaxing time after the last few existence days we had to cover. I guess they're called episodes, aren't they? Episodes of our lives, yes. Yeah. It's been a nice relaxing one, actually. Yeah, we mostly just had to, like, go to public events and, like, visit the spa a bunch. It was nice. Yeah, surprisingly, like, chill. I like it. And, dear listener, that's because today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 20, Green Isn't Your Color. Directed by the same people as always, written by Megan McCarthy, original air date March 18th, 2011. And, uh, well, we open at the spa, even. Yeah. Rarity's late to her usual appointment with Fluttershy. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if there's going to be one horse who's going to be late, I I am not surprised that it's Rarity. She is the one to be fashionably late for things. Yeah, I, I can imagine Rarity, like, getting, you know, in, being in the middle of something and losing track of time or whatever. She does kind of have that ADHD energy, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, or at the very least, like, oh, I'm in the middle of sewing something, and, like, I have to get to a good stopping point. Otherwise, all the threads will become un unraveled. How dare you attack me like this? <laughs> I dare, I, I get the same thing. I Don't don't worry. Yeah, I, I know, just, ah, uh, the creative person who's 70% of the way through an action, and if they do not finish it, they will just have to start over again. Yeah. Or if I don't finish this, I have an idea, and the idea will scream and claw at the inside of my brain until I get it out. Yeah. I would like to just get it out. I will not be able to relax unless I do the thing. Yeah, that is the other end of that. Both of which can be quite the problem. Mm-hmm. But regardless, uh, Rarity gets there, and they're at the spa. The spa ponies are taking care of them. They're wearing bathrobes, which... It led to this weird moment later on where when they're leaving the spa, they're not wearing anything, of course, which is normal for ponies. Mm -hmm. But I was like, why do they look naked now? Yeah, yeah. The, the horse without clothing seems fine. But once you put clothing on the horse, you've done this weird thing, <laughs> this, this strange alchemy where now the horse without clothing seems weird. Yeah. yeah. When we watched them in the... We watched them long enough, I started to feel a little naked myself, which, again, weird. But, like, we are... Yeah. I'm naked right now and there's nothing you can do about it, listener. Right? I I am too, but I don't think that's exactly a surprise. Ah. <sighs> Beloved naked horse. Right? I love you, my naked wife. <laughs> uh This is my naked wife. <laughs> this is my naked house. <laughs> uh, and the gays go by. Uh, uh but so yeah, uh Rarity, Rarity does does say why she's late. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's it's photo finish. The most famous fashion photographer in all of Equestria stopped her mm -hmm. to talk about her hat. Oh, and photo finish loved her hat. She, she thought it was very good and cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Fluttershy is you know Fluttershy and Rarity are going back and forth, and kind of the running gag here throughout their spa treatment is that like. 
Rarity goes all in while Fluttershy does not. Like, Rarity gets the full, like, face mud thing with the cucumbers over the eyes. Fluttershy just gets, like, little specks on her cheeks. Yeah, she's like, one splop. Uh, That's it. Yeah, or, um, like, the massage pony is going, like, all in on Rarity and, like, but not really working on Fluttershy that much because that's what she wants, mind you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they also, like, file Rarity's horn. Like, like you would do a nail file, but it's on her horn. Yeah, and, like, Fluttershy makes the little little squeeze cute noise she makes as, like, a, a way to say sorry for something. And, like, mm-hmm. F- Fluttershy, you don't have a horn. They know you don't have a horn. This is your usual. Why... Why do you feel the need to apologize to someone walking up with a horn file? What the fuck? Well, because well, we know that in the last episode, we already mentioned getting a pony petty on her hooves. So presumably, like, getting your hooves filed is also a thing you can get? I mean, y- yeah, but like... <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's, please don't file my forehead. Yeah. Before we move on too far, I do want to point out, because you brought up the, the masseuse and stuff, because we also get, like, a, a, um, like, like, mud bath and stuff. But, like, yeah. the drought is over, friends who care care about it like I do. We finally have a horse loaf on screen. Rarity oh, good. has actually been sort of close to a loaf all the way through. And usually our requirement is the pony has to be relaxed. And Rarity is undoubtedly react relaxed. Yeah. Okay. But we also have, and for those of us who who were feeling the other drought of the 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 horse discourse, the the discourse of mm-hmm. of loaves, is Fluttershy a loaf here? Uh, when they're getting the massage, or yes. Ah. <sighs> Because I, I, I notice her hooves are kind of out in front of her instead of tucked underneath. We have counted that as a loaf before, but... Yeah, I... Like, she is certainly loaf-shaped. Like, her profile is that of a loaf. Yeah, we, we are getting to the point in the drought where we have to have, like... is She's in a loaf-like shape. We have counted that before. Is she relaxed? Oh, absolutely. Like, she's still having a good time. Like... Okay. I kind of got the vibe that she was uh, mostly doing this just because Rarity liked doing it, and she was spending time with a friend rather than, like, directly enjoying it. But, like, you could still be relaxed by doing something with a friend, you know? That's fair. Okay. All right. So we have a rare loaf and a Flutter loaf. Yeah, like, Fluttershy, I think, does genuinely enjoy her spa time with Rarity, mostly because of Rarity more than the spa itself, but that counts. Yeah, that's fair. And it's okay to, like, enjoy something... Because you're doing it with a friend rather than the thing itself. That's fine to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other nice thing with this was, like, we've talked a lot about the montages this show does, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. I think this is the best montage they've done. Because, yeah. like, every, like, shot reverse shot is just a step forward in the spa day during the conversation going on. Like, it's it's a really good pacing for a montage and, like... You get to hear the entire conversation at the same time. It's a, like mm-hmm. actually really good montage they've done, finally. Yeah, and uh, Megan McCarthy wrote this episode, and she is like one of the, I think, more beloved MLP writers, and for good reason. Like, this is a good episode. This oh, is an yeah. episode that stuck with me, and, you know, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about here. Yeah, the, the last few may have been 
of varying quality. But this one definitely is a fucking solid episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Rarity gets, like, all wrapped up in seaweed, and it gets into the mud path, and I took note here because, well, Rarity's like, oh, no pony has your, your grace and elegance. Like, I'm right here. Yeah, we... We we had just booked a day at the spa as well, so we could just kind of loiter. Like, yeah, hmm. literally, Graceful Spark is in the room, but okay. Yeah. I I get that, like, we're not allowed to interfere with the course of the episode. Yeah. But it's a little rude. It's, it's literally my first name. It's, I'm Graceful Spark. I'm right here. Yeah. Uh, let her play, ref. <laughs> uh Admittedly, this episode's conflict wouldn't have happened if it was about me. I think I would have simply enjoyed the attention, but alas. Mm, that's fair. <sighs> uh, how come no pony asked me, the pony who didn't exist when this episode was written, and would not make the conflict happen to be in it, huh? That's right? what I'm asking. It, It's a weird mess of an episode in, in that regard of just like, it... <laughs> It had to be these exact ponies to make this shit go down. If it had been any other combination of characters, this wouldn't have worked. Which is good writing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like it, you're, you're playing to their strengths. Like, I realize this called it a weird mess, but that's mostly because I was thinking about, like, oh, it'd be so good if, if, if we had Gracious Spark in this episode. But no, that doesn't work that way. Fuck. <laughs> it would be good if I was in this episode. <laughs> it, would, it would be very good if you were in this episode. But unfortunately, <laughs> neither of us can be. This is our uh. burden to bear. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, it's rough being hoarse sometimes. Yeah. But after a spot, I am very smooth and soft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We should go there more often, honestly. Yeah. Maybe we should have a regular spa day. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- anyway, so Rarity asked Fluttershy to model for her, and Fluttershy's like, ah, jeez, I don't know. I don't want to really want to do that. And... Also, this episode has some very good faces, like... Oh, yeah. Rarity's, like, pretty please smile and her cute little pout are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flut- Fluttershy is just kind of constantly a, a string of adorable, like, animation work and just character acting the whole way through, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, what a, what a good Fluttershy episode. Mm-hmm. As they're leaving the spa, and so Fluttershy says yes, uh, Rarity's very happy about it, as they're walking out of the spa, Rarity's like, oh, I felt completely frazzled. I was so worried you would say no. Oh, I feel like I'm developing a pimple. Well, time to go back to the spa. There's only one thing for it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking spa day part two, baby. Yeah. Ah. But sometimes I wonder if that horse has all the best, uh, best choices ahead of her in life, you know? Like she's. Sometimes she makes decisions that I don't know if I fully, I fully agree with. Yeah, like, at the very least, it's a joke about how Rarity is, I don't even know what the word here, you know, frou-frou, prissy, quote, ladylike, end quote, without, like, assuming that she's like, oh, I got dirt on my hooves, I'm completely incapacitated. Oh, you mean like, last time? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? And to be clear, uh, at least, even in the last episode, that was the moral of the story, was like, don't underestimate Rarity. Like, yes, she likes to be clean and stuff, but, you know, she can still kick ass. But, like, the her going right back into the spa at, after having left the spa is, like, why people make that assumption about her. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's unfounded. Mm. 
But at the very least, it's, you know, it's a decent joke about Rarity's character that is... Yeah, yeah. yeah less, like, explicitly mean to her. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> also, it praises her wealth that she can just turn around and do that without having to worry about it. Yeah. So, hey. <sighs> grumble, grumble. Ah. Mm. Uh, uh, anyway, so... We cut to the Carousel Boutique, where Rarity is dressed up Fluttershy, and, you know, she's enlisted Twilight and Pinkie Pie to help, and Spike. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, bossing the other ponies around, help getting them to help her dress up Fluttershy, and Spike is very much like, I said several times out loud to myself, <laughs> she's not gonna fuck you, bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, he tries to have some fucking swagger just to deliver, deliver some sequins. And when yeah. she calls for a pin cushion, he just comes over with a fucking pin sticking out of his back. Yeah, with yeah with this, like, fucking full-on simp face. Like, yeah. Like, it, it was this episode that I realized, like, oh, last episode he was literally white knighting for her in his mind. Yeah. It was very, are these dogs bothering you, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Madam, can I help you with these canines? They appear to be uncouth gentlemen. Uh, please, let me lay out my armor jacket. Okay. <laughs> Milady. There were there, plenty to make fun of Spike for this episode. We don't need to reach into the past. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's kind of... Oh, no. I'm enjoying dunking on Spike. Maybe we've been here too long. I mean... I think you're kind of supposed to dunk on him. Like, this episode is kind of making fun of him for, at the very least, thinking his crush on Rarity is a secret. <gasps> Can't just tell secrets. I didn't, I didn't promise. Yeah, okay, all right. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> he didn't tell me in confidence. Because I think, I think we finally had one of the most, like, or, or we now have the most simp quote from Spike, and it is, There is no pain that would keep me from assisting the most beautiful creature in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is like, <laughs> motherfucker is simping hard. Right? Like, not even like, most beautiful pony in Equestria. Most beautiful creature in the world. Celestia can hear you, motherfucker. Good luck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I also think Rarity is prettier to look at than Celestia. Okay, yes. But all I'm saying is Spike might have to invest in a telescope when he gets fucking sent to the moon for a thousand <laughs> years. Mirror, mirror uh, on the wall. Who's the simping of them all? Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, let's, so... There's this whole thing where, I, so Spike is like, oh, I have to tell you a secret, Twilight. I have to tell you and Pinkie Pie a secret. I can promise not to tell anyone. And then Pinkie Pie of Doors says, there are a lot of, like, classic Pinkie Pie lines in this episode. Oh, but yeah. the first one is her Pinkie promise, cross my heart and hope to fly, stick a cupcake in my eye. Yeah, where, and like, she puts her hoof in, in her eye. Like, it, it, there is a full-on, like bump ring around this hoof it is going in her skull it is kind of mm -hmm. horrifying actually oh there will be more hooves and faces later dear Do, oh, don't yeah. you worry Just, and then it really upset me to look at pinkie pie do that is is yeah. always what i'm saying here yeah like this is an episode with again and this is a credit to how good the writing is in this episode it's a lot of like you know stuff that you know 
these became memes in the fandom for a while. Like, uh, Spike's, like, kind of you ready face where he's, like, kind of leaning in. He's, like, <laughs> that kind of, like, leaning in face. Like, I believe that got captured. I was like, you like ponies, don't you? Squidward <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Back that, in season one. That does... It does spike some some memories in my mind, if you get me. Ah, ah. Uh-huh. Mm. horse. <laughs> Fuck. And then, yeah. So Spike swears Twilight and Pinkie Pie to secrecy, and like brings him in really close, and he's like, "I have a crush on Rarity." And Twilight's like, "Yeah, I think she'll she'll figure that out." And Pinkie Pie's like, "No, really?" Yeah, yeah. Pinkie Pie didn't work it out. Twilight's entire response is like. Yeah, we know, dude. <laughs> we uh, we can see your I Heart Rarity T-shirt that you somehow put on. Yeah, that he's literally wearing. <laughs> yeah, that he is literally wearing after they have this conversation. Yeah, uh, it's. But of course, we get kind of the thrill on this episode, which is so Twilight's like, "Really? Are you sure?" And then Pinkie Pie's like, "Twilight, breaking a friend's trust is the fastest way to lose that friend forever." Uh, it's and, it's the fastest way to lose a friendship forever. Yeah, and yeah, Pinky makes Twilight promise, and uh, yeah, that is our through line for this episode, which is that Twilight made a promise to keep a friend secret, and Pinky is going to hold her to that. Come hell or high water or improbability. Mm-hmm. Where do you even get a heart rarity T-shirt made up, Spike? So like. Fuck, you're right. Rarity is the... Like, even if you, like, go to a a screen printing place or whatever that is presumably owned by a, a less fancy pony. So, like, if you're a horse and you're wearing a t-shirt with, like, a, a graphic on it, it seems like you would put the graphic on the back and also it would be laid out differently from a shirt that someone who's bipedal would wear. Yeah, and there's no way a fucking horse silk screener would fucking deal with making a shirt that fits a dragon. We realize how goddamn racist this society is. Yeah, like, like a baby dragon is like a rare enough thing that is like, Fluttershy never thought you would ever see one, right? And she knows all the animals around Ponyville. Yeah. And I can't think of a lot of other like bipedal creatures that, you know, talk, right? Yeah, there's basically none. That I can think of. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe Spike like had this shirt made special. Again, I, he would have to find a seamstress pony that isn't Rarity. Yeah. Or he would have to like get her to make a white T-shirt and then draw on it himself. Which I wouldn't put it past him. That does seem yeah. like a very Spike thing to do. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, anyways, then Photo Finish shows up. Yeah. And friends, if you thought. Any pony was the definition of eccentric before we saw this 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 character enter the screen. Uh, you'd be wrong. Congratulations, photo finish. She is present. Photo finish has cer- is certainly a pony that stuck with me all these years. Like I, I always liked her. She's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a bit of a thing about like. The artiste characters. Mm -hmm. And Photo Finish, I think, goes a little overboard on that, for my tastes. Like, she's clearly, like, the bad guy in this episode. Like, she's the closest thing this episode has to a villain. Yeah. And even then, she doesn't really, like, necessarily mean anyone ill. She's just very dedicated to her work. Yeah, like, it's... 
it's purely the like that she is so self-centered on her own work she isn't mm-hmm. paying attention to anyone around her yeah like that that's the thing i don't like yeah and i realize that's a character trait that is being played up for laughs and i admit i laughed a lot but like yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, re-experiencing the sequence of events is like oh okay no i, I remember liking photo finish and then i like can i just some dots in my head like do i have a type and it's and it's pushy woman with German accents. Yes. See, that end of it I liked. I admit. It's uh, it's pushy German woman who is uh, the artiste in the room pushy mm-hmm. character that gets me. Yeah. And I was connected the dots in my head like, oh, photo finish Francisca von Karma doing the handshake meme, but only one of them has hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. To, to to seal the deal for our, our darling listeners at home who don't watch the show, Photo Finish talks like Zeus. She is very... She always introduces herself like, I, Photo Finish, will capture the magics. And there's always like a little whip crack sound effect when she raises her hoof to punctuate that. Ah. Uh. Flutershy, we must away. Yep. Yeah, it's a whole... It's a whole thing, and I definitely did enjoy the like... Oh, yes. I am going to be making you shine across all of equestrian no fuck my accent really slid on that one but just like yeah i can enjoy her as a character to laugh at because mm-hmm. like it's actually kind of a fun accent and, and character mm-hmm. i just uh, uh purely because i'm you know a visual artist and have had to deal with peers who are the artiste in the room mm-hmm. and i fucking hate that yeah, when she's no. not being the artiste in the room, love this character. Yeah, uh, you know, this artia bullshit hurts everyone. That's how you get David Cage. Right? Uh, uh, photo finish insists that her photography is apolitical and that it's not about... No, that doesn't make any sense. I'll talk about David Cage later. Don't worry about it. Anyways. I, I, uh, I will wait for your, your cage dunks. Am <laughs> my cunks? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cursed. <laughs> <laughs> cursed uh, anyways uh, photo finish shows up she just kind of like walks right past rarity and starts taking pictures of Fluttershy and there's this whole thing where like rarity tries to get Fluttershy to like you know pose very confidently and majestically and then photo finish is like no I don't want that and then she gets all shy and bashful and like you know sad and that's what photo finish likes yeah, photo finish likes when the pony is not happy. Yeah, we discover. Which, yeah, which you know, if you want to take photograph Fluttershy, you know, you probably like her when she's being kind of shy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That is the horse in her natural state. Hmm. I just want her to be nicer to good Fluttershy because Fluttershy yeah. is a is a good friend. Hmm. Hmm. Ugh. Yeah. You know, Fluttershy gets, like, some very cute little smiles and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Rarity, like, does some very good poses, and Fluttershy copies her, but, oh, Photo Finish doesn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of talking in the third person as well that Photo Finish does that is... Yeah. It's always like, I, Photo Finish, am going to capture the magics. Yeah. Oh, that's part of why my accent slipped. Like, 
she does the th- like she does the thing that a lot of voice actors do where um they slip between the french and german way of doing an accent on english yeah. words and it's it's really confusing for someone who had to take both of those <laughs> yeah in school well voluntarily took german uh had to take french mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know yeah no it's she's very much like ambiguously foreign yeah yeah she's from a country don't worry about it yeah uh, the um the fan theory or i don't know if it was the fan theory but it was something an idea i saw proposed once or twice is that um the reason photo finish you know dresses like that with like the glasses and the the outfit is that she's rainbow dash in a wig holy shit he has the same like coat color oh my gods that is actually pretty amazing though it yeah. does feel right <laughs> like i'm thinking about it and it does feel right is the thing yeah like rainbow dash living this secret double life as a pony who gets to be into fashion stuff god that is a weird vibe but it is extremely on point oh i don't know why i'm having such a fucking visceral reaction to it yeah and like you can you can find fan art of this it is at the very least somewhat compelling we never see them in the same place at the same time except i know we maybe do an equestria girls but that's a whole other universe anyways yeah i don't don't know if i'd hold that's that universe's reality to ours. Okay, I did find the comic I was thinking of that I saw all those years ago. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rainbow remover? Fuck. <laughs> you, you could just call it bleach. Right? Or like, you know, hair hair whitener. <sighs> but, you know. What a, what a life. Yeah, because we never do see Photo Finish's cutie mark. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if she comes back even. <laughs> I... I... Maybe she is revealed to be Rainbow Dash. I kind of doubt it, but that would be funny. Uh, so what you're telling me is, Photo Finish is a one-trick pony, huh? Hey. There we go. Long walk to the bad joke. Okay, she does come back later. At least, like, in cameo mode. Okay. Alright. Again, I liked her. It's, again, the drawing the comparison to the last episode is instructive, I think, where, like, Nobody fucking cares about Sapphire Shores, really. Like, I don't like her design. She seems fun, but, like, she is barely in the episode, whereas Photo Finish drives the plots and, you know, is fun. Fun enough that I remembered her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the only problem I have with her is purely that, like, her, one of her personality traits is very counter to what I enjoy as personality yeah. traits. Like, mm-hmm. that is all I have to complain about with this pony. Yeah. Other than that, she's fucking great. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, the hard part is going to be, like, keeping my own accent straight. Uh. Oh, I thought your accent was very gay, but okay. Aw. Gay. Gay of you, dear. Oh, there it is. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, listener at home, I don't know if this part's going to stay in the podcast, but back when we were in the human world... Grace and I played an RPG together, and this was the name she introduced for an NPC. And one of my first responses to this was to get that NPC killed as quickly as possible. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor. Is that Jackie Winters? That was uh, Jacqueline Winters, yeah. Yeah. Fucking forest <laughs> ranger. Uh, here lies Jackie. Never scored. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, Look, Dave Frizzle scored. He was great. Yeah. 
Miss Frizzle's uh, fucking divorced husband. What a good game that was. Anyway. Yeah. I would say I hope Dave is doing all right, but he, he died. He did die. Yeah, yeah. Dave Dave totally died as well. Uh, that was like the only two actually dead characters from that, though. Right? We didn't actually, like, have any other deaths in the in the camp. That sounds right. It's been, it's been a while and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wait, does that mean Dave had kids? I mean, maybe? I'd like to think D so. Because, like, the new Magic School Bus is Miss Frizzle's daughter, right? I thought she was, like, her, her niece or something. Yeah, that's fair. I don't, nope. I've never seen the new Magic School Bus, and unless we get easy guide into that, I don't think we ever will. Yeah, I'm, I'm only going from, like, purely second-hand knowledge on that one, so... Mm. Second horse knowledge, if you will. Second horse no, knowledge. There we go. A anyways. We got there uh, eventually. Yeah. I knew we could do it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you don't like the accent, dude? It's... <laughs> it's an accent that exists. Understandable. I don't know what more I can say. Understandable, dude. I will simply... I'll have to save his power for when it's most useful. Perfect. Okay, anyways, anyways. So, uh, you know, Photofish doesn't... Take all that many pictures. She has out this fun, like... So Photofish does have her entourage, these, like, other ponies who follow her around and carry her things, including this, like, briefcase that they drop on the ground and, like, unfolds into a briefcase into a tripod and camera. Yeah, it is. It is actually a pretty cool little device. Yeah, it's fun. I'm gonna try fitting more things into briefcases. And, hmm. uh... Hmm? Oh, just... Wondering what kind of things we could fit in a briefcase. Yeah. I thought that was you volunteering to be fit in a briefcase, dear. Oh, I mean, at some point I'm probably going to have to 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 do some reporting for this podcast, right? So, <laughs> uh, make a nice, comfy briefcase to like with like an eye hole in it, so we can leave you somewhere and do some uh, horse reporting. Yeah, and I'll get to pretend to be a, a big, important business mayor, just taking my briefcase out for a walk. <laughs> Uh, just me going out to do some business <laughs> like a horse do. Please pay no attention to my camera hat. <laughs> uh, God, we do need to just get Rarity to make us some camera hats or something, huh? Yeah. Or that at least would be a regular... the easy solution. Yeah, or at least like a regular hat I can put a camera in. Yeah. Yeah, that'd work too. Oh, God, just, a, just a fucking video camera sitting there with a hat on top of it. Yeah, you know, big... I bet you could come up with something better than the traditional big foam orange cowboy hat. It'd be interesting to see what she comes up with. I think it'd be a fun challenge for the both of us. Yeah. The problem is that we couldn't use it with her because she would know that it's a camera hat, but... Hmm. Okay, but if we just, like, showed her some photos that we took of her with it, and we're like, yeah, we're just doing some, like, candid glamour shots for, for a few ponies that know we have the camera... Maybe mm. she'd be on board. Yeah, no, play to her vanity. I think that would work. It'd be a fun scheme to hatch, I think. Yeah. <sighs> anyways, anyways. Uh, so, photo finish leaves. Uh, Rarity's all worried. And she you know, starts, you know, undressing Fluttershy. Not in that way, you perverts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, oh, the headdress is much too big and the cape had too much sparkle. I never believed I thought I could. Oh, I don't know why I thought I could impress her. And then, of course, photo finish comes back and says, Oh, I have found the next star in all of Equestria. And then, we'll have a photo shoot in the park tomorrow. Ah, uh, 
And Rarity, of course, thinks Photothinish is talking about her. Yeah. That she's Lis- been discovered. Listener, I bet you can already figure out whether that's accurate or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Well, if you thought Spike had reached his simp peak, which is my favorite Will Wright game, uh, <laughs> Will Wright's simp and <laughs> simp <city>. uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, Rarity is bouncing up and down with glee, and she's jumping on Spike's tail, and he fucking loves it. He loves it when Rarity steps on him. Yeah, he's really hot for, for when Rarity stamps on his tail like that. Uh, did you ever see that one post? It was like a just like an image someone posted on Twitter. You can't search inside, of course. Where it's Lupin the Third saying, "Like, I don't know why everyone sees a pretty lady and says step on me. If I saw a pretty lady, I wanted to give me a kiss." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Lupin, you need to get with the times, my dude. <laughs> Lupin's already a sex pest. He doesn't need to know like the exciting new ways to be weird to women. See, I've. Back when we were in Human World, I kept getting suggested that I should go watch the Lupin. Oh, you should. Lupin the Lupin the Third is good. I will heartily recommend it, especially the newer stuff where he is less weird about women. Oh, good. Like the how weird he is about women is always like yeah, you know, especially in the older stuff where the, you know the stuff that was made in the seventies had a lot more, as you might guess, seventies opinions. Hmm. But I mean, at the very yeah. least, like, he never gets anywhere. Like, the classic shot is him, like, literally jumping out of his clothes, and then he gets, like, slapped or hit out of the way or runs into a boxing glove or something, you know? Yeah, like, I get it. I, I for one, absolutely love Gurren Lagan, but also, like, oh, boy, is there some masculinity going on there. Yeah, he is a gentleman thief, so he does the whole, like, big romantic, like, Oh, yo, I will help you out of this tower, my lady, sort of thing. And it, like in, say, Castle of Cagliostro, he comes across as genuinely, like, very charming and romantic and helpful. And he mm-hmm. does not, like, want to go get with this woman at all. And often when he is, like, weird about women, they manage to use it against him. Like, his relationship with Fujiko, who, by the way, is super hot and very good, is, like, she always manages to get one over on him because he's too horny to think straight. And she's a, a, a very competent thief in her own right. Good. Yeah. Good. The, wo- the woman called Fujiko Mine series is mwah, excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and besides, Lupin's real relationship is with Jigen and with Zenigata, his boyfriend and old- other boyfriend slash nemesis, respectively. Okay. It is, I could go off about this show for a hot minute, but Lupin the Third is like very explicitly based on like the Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons. They're very Looney Tunes esque, like explicitly. Huh. All except, right. um,. The Coyote and Roadrunner want to fuck. They are explicitly each other's, like, reason for a living. Like, there's a couple of times when, like, Lupin is thought to be dead, and Zenigata, like, does not know what to do with himself. <laughs> it, it, like, one of my favorite episodes is, like, Zenigata finally catches Lupin, puts him on, like, inescapable, like, metal cube prison on an island, and just, like, resigns himself to spending the rest of his days, like, just sitting out there, like, with Lupin until he finally wastes away or whatever, and kind of come in terms of like, I don't know what to do if I don't have Lupin to chase. Like he's kind of my whole purpose in life. And if, there, episode, if there's no Lupin, why am th- why am there me? Yeah, he, he's like he feels like the cat who caught the car. He feels like the road run- the coyote that caught the road runner. Like what do you do now? 
That episode has a fucking banger ending that I will not spoil, but mwah, I was hooting and hollering the first time I saw it. It's okay. All right. When we are finally free of. There's a few things that are hitting that list, but like, yeah, we'll have to go watch some of this. I highly recommend it. It is like the new series, like, dear listener, if you're looking for a Lupot the third recommendation, uh, the movie Castle of Cagliostro is excellent. As is like the new uh, Lupin the Third, the first, the newer movie. It's really good. It's amazing. Like it's like three D animated, and it looks fantastic. Uh, and the new series Lupin the Third, Part Four and Five, very good. The older stuff is also very good, but again, a little more hit and miss in terms of having seventies opinions. Same with the old OVAs. Mm. Anyways, uh, it's good. I recommend it. Understood. Yeah, he's a very good nasty crying boy most of the time. Anyways. Uh, where were we? Uh, they're in the park. Yes. So, you know, Rarity's, like, getting Fluttershy dressed up behind this, like, privacy screen, even though they're, like, in the park. Like, the privacy screen just hides it from the camera, but, like, there's nothing stopping someone from, like, being on the other side of the screen. Yeah. But also, what's the point of the privacy screen if... You already don't normally wear clothes. Yeah, I was gonna say, like... It is the nature of putting on and then taking off clothes that suddenly makes nudity a thing. Like, what the fuck? This got really weird. Yeah, was it like... I I guess you don't want to have to drop ponies changing or whatever, but like, uh, seems silly to me, IMO. Just do it off screen! Yeah. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. I mean, I guess if... I don't know, maybe, I bet you could still, like, do a striptease as a horse. Oh, definitely. But I'm just gonna point out, Spike cha- put on a fucking shirt off screen yeah. in this episode. He put on a shirt saying how much he loves Rarity after swearing, <laughs> wearing Twilight and Pinkie Pie to secrecy about how much he loves Rarity. So, anyways, Rarity put Fluttershy this, like, weird, it's a different weird sequence ju- Gem encrusted jumpsuit than her last gem encrusted jumpsuit that she sold to Sapphire Shores. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, damn, this, this did very much seem like the Sapphire Shores outfit again. Yeah, it's slightly more toned down. It is somewhat less gem encrusted, but there's still gems on there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a nicer outfit, though. I think it's like it's got like a whole, like, actual like jacket with collar thing going on over the jumpsuit yeah and just like what if we made elvis as a horse yeah it's still not something i would wear but it is like you know something you might actually see a pony wearing it is an outfit that i would feel comfortable standing next to someone wearing and having yeah. people assume that i'm like i'm a friend of theirs yeah rarity's original outfit from the last episode I would not want to be seen in a room with someone wearing that thing. And, you know, Fluttershy is, like, kind of unsure about it, but Rarity is like, oh, you know, she, Rar- Fluttershy is happy for Rarity, who is, mm-hmm. you know, very like, oh, don't forget us when you're famous. Don't forget us little ponies. Yeah. Which is, like, a pretty cute little little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and Fluttershy gets a very cute smile out of this. Mm-hmm. As always. And then Photo Finish shows up being carried by two other ponies. One of which is Dr. Hooves. Yeah, but a wingless Dr. Hooves at this one. Yeah, I mean... Guess he regenerated. Yes, like, the first few times we saw him, he didn't have wings. 
Then he mm-hmm. had wings for like two episodes, and now he's back to not having wings again. Oh, no, no, no. He goes from having wings while he's carrying it, but he loses his wings when he sets the thing down because of an animation error. Oh, that's even more fucked up. Yeah. What uh, a what a strangeness we've found ourselves in. Yeah. I almost don't want to... Do you mention that to someone? It feels weird to say. Yeah. But anyway, Photo Finish is getting, like, carried in. Yeah, it, yeah. Which, you know, bit of a gender there. Mm-hmm. I, I can get behind being carried into a, into a place like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think it would be good to be carried in on horseback or on... Like, they're holding, like, a platform between the two of them that she stands it's, on. It's like a very simple palanquin going on here. And mm-hmm. it's it's cute. Mm-hmm. Like, the two of them don't look very happy about it. Like, you know, oh, it's a living or whatever. Or, like, I imagine these ponies had other things to do. Like, they have jobs that isn't carrying photo finish around. I mean, yeah, one of them is Dr. Hooves. Like... Yeah. But yeah, presumably he's got a box to have adventures in. Right? Box broken. Have to carry rich woman <laughs> around. I mean, given what I know about Doctor Who, it's not, like, unreasonable for the Doctor to wind up carrying a rich woman around as part of, I don't know, some situation or another. It's a sci-fi anthology series. He winds up in a lot of weird situations. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess this is just one of them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're a horse. Sometimes that's your wacky adventure for this week. Mm-hmm. A- anyways. So Photo Finish shows up. She does not like the outfit that Fluttershy is in. And she's like, uh, no, 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 no. They must have Fluttershy. Sorry. They must have Fluttershy in something inspired by the nature. She points to a tree. Yeah, it's, there's a huge, like, just, yeah, the ball should be in something simple inspired by. The nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so... Oh, fuck. That's such a good energy. Yeah, and every time she says, like, the something, like, the magic, or whatever, she, like, thrusts her hoof, and like, there's, like, a whip-crack sound effect, and, like, there's a little pause, and it's very good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Rarity's like, oh, oh, I don't have anything for this. Uh, here, let me let me whip something up. And Photofish is like, no, 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 no. No. Photofish uh, is like, no. We're not here for you. We're here for Fluttershy. I brought clothes. Don't worry. Yeah, which is, uh, hey, listen, remember when I said before that you could probably see where this is going? Bet you saw this one coming, huh? Yep. And then Rarity's like, oh, but Photo Finish wants to make you a star. You have to do it. And, you know, Fluttershy doesn't necessarily really want this, but the Rarity's all like, oh, you must, you must, you must. And as another, like, common uh, meme image back or whatever you want to call it. It was a common line in the fandom at the time. Yeah. I mean, it even comes up in the, like, episode itself, like, three times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This episode was very well written to, like, spawn memes for the community. Which... Yeah. They're good memes, so, like, they're they're not they're not horribly shitty stuff. So yeah. So, I'll take it. Hey, Megan McCarthy, you did a good job. If you keep this up, you can call me a McCarthyist. No, wait, shit, fuck. Mm. <laughs> Not sure about that one. <laughs> uh, mm, take this one back. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, all right, all right. So, Photo Finish goes off with Fluttershy and tells Rarity to hit the bricks. Yeah. And when we see Rarity, we see her like sewing a a black cloak to be sat in. 
Yeah, I do love it. Like, this is the second time she's put on a black cloak to go moping in as well. Oh, it's so good. But she always makes a new one every time. Right? It's, it's extremely good. And I think next time we see Rhodey, she is not making this. So, like, I think she just made this to, like, be sad in and then, you know, was feeling better later. Yeah. She wants to be alone. Which is a little weird that, like, she got talked down to by photo finish and now talked like photo finish yeah that's a it's a weird way for that influence to happen but okay yeah she kind of got accent lock or something or like it's that or she's like kind of turning into a dracula for unrelated reasons <laughs> oh fuck unrelated to the episode dracula tf <laughs> no, no, darling, i've been reading this dracula daily and i've been getting some ideas Ah. Uh. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the plot or anyone, a vampire has been in Ponyville and did bite Rarity. Uh, like, we will get bat ponies later, don't worry. Oh yeah, but like, isn't the point of bat ponies that they aren't vampires? Yeah, but they- But like, people they, assume they are? Yeah, but they just play on a lot of vampire tropes, like with the red eyes and the fangs and the, you know, bat wings. Yeah. And I think it's the closest thing we get to vampires, but, well, we will see. Yeah. And then, so, I want to be alone and, like, you know, to get uh, Twilight and Pinkie Pie to leave. And Spike's like, you heard the lady, get out of here. And then Spike, like, does not leave. And, and tries to prance into the room and, like, oh. Yeah. And Twilight's like, okay, Spike, let's go. And he's like, I didn't think she meant alone alone. Yeah, Spike really is a boy right now, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mmm. Are these horses bothering you, ma'am? Right? Uh. Uh. <laughs> All right, and then... Uh, yeah, we see, like, Spike, like, doing this, like, raised eyebrow, like, look and look. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Fucking hell. Alright, and then we got to Fluttershy getting dressed up, and, uh, yeah, we get all these ponies, like, putting makeup on her, spraying perfume on her and such, and, um... Like, the outfit she was put into when Rarity was shoved away earlier, like, was basically just Rarity's dress, like, that, yeah. that, she, that she made for Fluttershy a while ago, like, yeah, so one thing the... I notice is everything that, like, Fluttershy ends up wearing through this, unless it's, like... An outfit that's explicitly for, like, a, to look different. Like, it's just a variation on the dress Rarity has already made her. Yeah, it's always, like, a hair thing and then, like, some kind of, like, flowy green dress. Yeah. Which, you know, Rarity can clearly make, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, apparently Photo Finish did not want Rarity's work, even though the only reason she met Fluttershy was because of Rarity's fucking hat. Yeah. <sighs> photo Finish is, I guess, Photo Fickle. Yeah, apparently. All right, and so, photo forgetful. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone in the fashion industry has a short mention, I suppose. That's the fast fashion for you. Yeah. All right, so the pony's, like, doing Fluttershy's makeup and stuff. This fucking sent me back in time because, um, a good friend I met, you know, back in the pony days, and who I still talk with sometimes, friends a lot of time role-playing is, like, the pink-haired pony who, uh, like, does, the, does Fluttershy's hairspray. The, like they, the one with, like, the really good, like, undercut? Yeah. 
Like okay, they, yeah. They called themselves James Harris Bray, and it was wild to me because, like, this point was, like, so, like, in my head is, like, oh, this person. Mm. It was, like, oh, I thought that was your OC or something. Like, I, I knew on some level that, like, he was from the show, but, like, you know, I was, like, oh, oh, I remember this horse. I forgot he was from this. Uh, see, I saw that horse, and my and in- instant reaction was, ah, cool, I love this lesbian. So. Yeah, though, and very much, even back then, played him as, like, a very, um, whatever you want to say the word is androgynous, or, like, you know, boy it's who okay, gets- you can say femboy, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Boy who gets misgendered a lot, but is kind of okay with it. Ah, whatever you want to call Understood. It. Yeah, you know. Uh, boy of gender. <laughs> boy of gender. Dumb of ass. Cool of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, th- this is, this pony is the, is a very, like, twink looking at a lesbian thinking, damn, he's hot. Lesbian looking at a twink thinking, damn, she's hot. Yep. Uh, and, um, which kind of distracts from the, the pony, uh, you know, brush and powder or whatever on Fluttershy's face, who I think is an Asian stereotype. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was looking at him like, hmm. Like, she has that's... the kind of vaguely yellow skin, her eyes are slanted in this very like way you never see on any pony else and it reads as very racist same with her hair yeah yeah and also like being a fucking like makeup artist because that is just sort of an industry that in north america is almost entirely asian workers yeah yeah it's it's not good it's it's real fucked up that My Little Pony decided to do this and Sweetie Belle knowing, no, um, Apple Bloom knowing karate as, like, the only two ways that Asian people get representation in here. Yeah. I guess maybe the fact that Steve Magnet is a sea serpent and that's kind of like, you yeah, know, the Eastern style of dragon. Yeah, he's a noodle dragon. That's maybe something. Like... It's fucked up that we're having to reach that far for number three, and the first two are, like, kind of a, like, racist character, and a white-coated kid who learns karate. Yeah. Uh, it's... From a white-coated character as well. Yeah, it's weird and bad. I don't know if they get better about this, or if they just, like, I think eventually realize... I, I just I, had the horrible mental sentence of uh, Rainbow Dash has big Sensei Dave energy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so uh, much. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, moving on. So, yeah. Fly, so there's this whole thing where like, oh, too much makeup, not enough makeup, too much makeup, not enough makeup. And... Uh, then it is time for Fluttershy to go on, go down the catwalk, mm-hmm. the runway. And uh. Uh, Fluttershy's walking down the thing. All the ponies are looking at her. They all like her. She smiles for the camera. Uh, and there's a lot of camera flashes, and she's like, oh, this kind of sucks, actually. Yeah, she's not really enjoying it. But luckily, apparently she's cute when she's sad. <laughs> right? So so much so that we get into one of the shitty montages that this show does, because, like, we have a lot of just, like, 
shots of her at like fashion shows and like Rarity getting kind of grumpy seeing like Fluttershy's face everywhere. Yeah, so we get we see her on magazines and in fact we see a picture of her with black highlights, which I yeah was shocked to see in the show because I I swore that was made up for porn, but I guess it's canon. Nah, Fluttergoth is real, baby. Fluttergoth real. Fluttergoth real. Fluttergoth me, real. Me at my therapist. I'm scared of Fluttergoth. My therapist, Fluttergoth is real and she will hurt you. Uh, I think that's the point of Fluttergoth is that you kind of want her to hurt you. Yes. I would like Fluttergoth to step on me. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. yeah. That's a horse you can simp for. Right? That's a horse you can I... simp your watch to. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing. I know, but it was such a good nothing. <laughs> oh, I, I hope that's not the episode title. Ah, uh, oh, uh, fuck. I agree. I Bert. know, Bird. I know. I'm shocked by Glass Fluttershy real too. <laughs> oh, we also get photo finish saying, "Oh, even her sneezes are graceful." Oh yeah, from the from when she gets her yeah. face overly powdered. Yeah, which again, okay, so again, a little uh, graceful spark cockbore. Like when I changed my name, I thought, oh, I can't change it to like another common word. Like I won't be like going around all the time, like looking around, like oh, someone said my name. Oh, they were just using my name as the normal word it is, and then I went and yeah. changed my name to Grace. So that didn't work out. You fool. Well, this one actually works out, because I get people telling me, like, oh, I can't read the word grace without thinking of you, or, you know, back when I was in Human World, I, um, I used to drive past this place called the Church of Grace on my way to get hormones, and every time I was like, oh, uh-huh, just for yeah. me. <laughs> ah, this one's a treat for me. Yeah. Like Thanks, the first, God. The first time I was like, oh, it's a sign. Well, obviously it's a sign. <laughs> it's, it's a good omen. Yeah. Good omen. Good, good book if it wasn't for the weird racism stuff. Yeah, like, the good parts of Good Omens are the parts that Terry Pratchett wrote, and then the other guy showed up and made it worse for for no reason. I, I do appreciate that Neil Gaiman, I think how you pronounce his last yeah. name, when they made the TV show, like, apparently one of the things he did was fight very heavily to make sure Pratchett's, like, contributions to the book were in the show. Yeah. Because Guyman's fair opinion was, eh, his parts were better. Yeah. And honestly, good on Neil Epic Divorce Man Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Gaiman. <laughs> I don't know which one is correct. Well, we've said both of them, so people can be angry at us yeah. for whichever one we said wrong. Yeah. Neil, if you want to come be divorced on this podcast, <laughs> email us at <laughs> epicdivorce at isekai.horse. <laughs> uh, you, we will only refer to you by your pony sona, Epic Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh god. Uh you will have to fight for that title with uh Myosi, which is Millhouse's dad, but a pony. <laughs> uh Okay, but like consider someone's like canon pony name as like Millhouse's dad. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Picky Pie's dad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was given that name when I was like six. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a real case of nominative determinism. I thought about yeah. not having sex just out of spite. But, the thing is, 
oh fuck that would be but he'd be so happy once he becomes a dad because that's that's he can do the like hi, hi tired i'm dad <laughs> like he can do it it's his name the fucked up thing is that Pinkie Pie is, like, the youngest of four kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, he clearly waited. Like, or, like, he, <laughs> he he had three, and then he was like, wait, shit, fuck, we gotta do one more. <laughs> His wife finally being like, all right, I know your name, I get it. The fourth one is Pinkie Pie, no more. <sighs> uh, the, the fan names for her older sisters were, like, Inky, what, you know, the Pac-Man ghosts, right? Yeah, the Inky Blinky... Yeah. Pinky, and then, because, like, the fourth one's... Either Clyde or Sue, which are the parents. Uh, I think it's Clyde. I think Clyde is the... Is the, is the orange ghost, but... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The orange ghost is Sue and Ms. Pac-Man, I believe. Okay, all right. Which is why, again, you know, they have other names now, but, you know, back in the day, you know, when all we had were fan names to go on, they were Clyde and Sue Pie, again, after the Pac-Man ghosts. All right. Clyde Pie is a weird fucking name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what kind of pie is this? Oh, it's Clyde. Yeah, I mean... Alright. The weird thing is that, like, like, because they're rock farmers, is their whole backstory, and none of them really do all that much with pie. Huh. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know what else is upsetting? Mm-hmm. Paparazzi ponies! Yeah, the pony Razzi. Yeah. So, as they're all taking pictures of Fluttershy, we hear someone say, Oh, uh, th- that pony would be perfect for my new ad campaign! And then we kind of cut to a picture of Fluttershy on the apples Applejack is selling. Yeah, it's a weird one. And like her face on a banner being dragged through the sky by Rainbow Dash. Yeah. Which, hey, hey, Rainbow Dash, nice to see you for all of uh, one and a half seconds of this episode. Yeah. Goodbye. I, again, same with Applejack, who like yeah. is there, I guess, briefly. Yeah, that these two characters are shown to be present and alive, so that's nice. I, I appreciate it. that we know that they're around. There's a reason people call Applejack a back row pony. It's because of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, like, the the, app, the Rainbow Dash has of, like, Fluttershy drinking carrot juice. Yeah. And then, you know, Rarity is angry and kind of jealous about this, and then, you know, Fluttershy gets chased down by the Pony Razzi. Yeah, and when she finally, like, takes the skies, there's the fucking Pegarazzi as well. Yeah, which makes sense, in a sense. Yeah, but just like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> when you thought you could escape, they're there as well. Mm-hmm. But she eventually she eventually flees, and by that I mean she hides in Rarity's boutique. Yeah, which is, of course, empty. Yeah. And uh, Rarity's like, oh, Fluttershy, I'm so excited for you. Look how popular you are. You're like, she's trying to be happy for Fluttershy. She's doing her best. And, uh, and Fluttershy's about to tell Rarity, like... Rarity, I don't really like this, but then, of course, Photo Finisher is like, like, Fluttershy, I've been looking everywhere for you. We have to think it's the place. And then, right? of course, uh, they run off together, and it's like, they say like, oh, but we'll, I'll still make it to our spot date later. And Rarity is, of course, very, like, upset about all this. Yeah, notably, once Fluttershy leaves, um, and, and therefore, like, the crowd follows... Uh, and, and Rarity's having her, like, little grumble about, about shit. Um, two ponies come in, I think it's... Berry Punch and Bon Bon. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, where, where, so like, is Fluttershy here? And Rarity's like, no, but I'm, I'm having a big sale on some of my designs. And they're like, and who are you? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you two cheered for the fact she was part of the group that, you know, 
beat up Nightmare Moon? You yeah. know who Rarity is. Yeah, like, you live here. Like, it's not a- Ponyville isn't a big town. Yeah, like, all those fucking paparazzi had to had to come here. They weren't, like, people who lived here. Like, I, I wonder if it's, like, Bob Bob being kind of rude. Like, you know, oh, literally who? Like, you know, I don't really- You know, you're no bony, comparatively. Like, you're not famous. I, I think that might be the point. Yeah. But, uh, like- Rarity does gesture to a rack that she's, like, selling dresses off. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure those are the dresses she made for her friends. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it's Twilight dress in the front and, like, Fluttershy's in the back and, and Pinkie Pie's in the middle there with some of the other details. Like, every time we see the rack, it's, it's like, the details are changed a bit, it feels like. But, mm-hmm. Like, I guess she drew these outfits. But, but yeah, no, it's... Yeah, very like, clearly, those are like dresses she made for them. Why yeah. is she selling them now? Yeah, and because I wouldn't look, because like she didn't get hired to make like a shitload of them for uh, hoity toity. Yeah, which mind you, Photo Finish makes like the third pony who who's come into town to like be fashion and to engage with rarity, which mm. seems weird, but all right. Anyways, I also want to mention that like we hear uh, Bon Bon's voice in this and. Her voice isn't what I imagined in my head, which is weird because I don't know what voice I did imagine. I'm gonna guess we have Bon Bon having, like, voice acted lines later, and those have a very different vibe. Oh, probably. Would be my guess. Like, probably a completely different person. Yeah, because she's just a background pony here, like, who cares? And, yeah. You know, I'm sure, at the I know at the very least she gets lines in, a you know, the background pony episode. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Chances are... It's a different voice actor for that yeah. Bon Bon. Like, it's a fine voice for her. It's, it's normal. Uh, and then Rarity is, of course, devastated by, like, this whole sort of events. You know, it's like, you know, never heard of you. <laughs> yeah, she's not happy about this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, as a reminder, listeners, this episode is titled Green Isn't Your Color. Yep. Because, because it's green with envy. Do you get it? Because... Fluttershy wears a lot of green, and it actually is her color. Mm-hmm. Would be interesting if that was referenced at all in the, you know, script outside yeah. of the episode title mm-hmm. and character design. But mm-hmm. hey, here we are. Yeah. This episode is about jealousy, kind of. Like, it is kind of about Rarity being jealous of Fluttershy. Mm-hmm. But it is also just kind of... It, really, the moral of the episode is you should talk to people about how you're feeling. But... Yeah. Because, like, it's... It is one thing I appreciate about this episode. It's not Rarity is wrong for feeling jealous of Fluttershy. It's Rarity and Fluttershy should talk about how they feel. Which is a good moral, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, I've waited until we got there. But yeah, like, yeah. this is actually an episode that has a legitimately good moral. Yeah, it's... Because a, a lot of shows would, like, do, like, oh, it's wrong to be jealous or envious or whatever and there, i'm sure there's a fine difference there but i don't really care about that right now and it's we could talk about this later i, I realize that but you know yeah long story short it's a, it's a good moral that they're setting up for so we, we cut to this thing it's the place and yeah you know pictures of fluttershire everywhere and uh photo finish is all very excited about this and fluttershire's like uh photo finish i kind of Half want to go to my thing with Rarity. It's like, oh, how could we forget? We're going to the Zinu Ballet. Uh, yeah. Remember I said I didn't like that photo finish, just didn't pay attention to the people yeah. around her? Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. clearly a character flaw photo finish has, yes. 
Yes. Which again, you could you could read as another um brick in this episode's world, which is about you should communicate with people and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like yeah. there uh there are so many points of this that like the all every little side plot of this episode wraps around into the moral quite well, except yeah. for Pinkie Pie's bit. That's weird, we'll get to it. Yeah. And even Pinkie Pie's thing is very much like even well-meaning rules can lead to bad outcomes. Yeah. Uh. Oh, so you agree, Pinkie Pie's kind of in the wrong in this episode, huh? Yeah, like, that's that's the moral okay. of the story, which is that, like, Twilight should have told them, and that Pinkie Pie was perhaps taking it a little too far, and, like, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, yes, I think... Okay. I think Pinkie Pie meant well, but, you know, I think she's being absolutist, and I think it was really possible for Twilight to help the two of them without necessarily breaking her promise, you know? Yeah. Uh, for now, though. Yeah. For now, we cut back uh, to the spa, where Rarity is being kept waiting. Yes, and, and Twilight comes to visit her instead for some spa time. Yeah, and Rarity's like, oh, I've been waiting so long. My hoof is beginning to wrinkle. And we get a... a nice oh, she says getting pruny. Yeah, it, there we go. Mm, that is a good adjective for that. And we, we get a nice close-up on just her hoof, and it's all, like, raisiny, and it's very bad to look at. Yeah, it's it's not a good existence, friends. Mm-hmm. And Rarity gets a very good, like, acting here. She's very, like, she gets this, like, very cute little sneer and, like, uh, oh, she's too busy hanging out with her new best friend photo finish for this to happen. Yeah. And, you know, Twilight's trying to keep her company. He's like, oh, I'm sure she's just busy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. Rarity just eventually says, like, uh, I... She's she's being such a rising star. I just want that star to go out. And yeah. which Twilight's like, oh man, Rarity, that's a fucked up thing for you to say. Yeah. And Rarity's response is, yeah, I know. Please don't tell her I said that. Yeah, it, like Rarity says this and then immediately realizes that's a fucked up thing to wish on someone. I shouldn't have said that. Please don't tell her. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, like sometimes we say things we don't mean or things we like. Might mean, but, like, realize that's a, a bad thing to say and wish we hadn't said, you know? Yeah, like, frustration breaks in certain ways, and then, like, you say something you don't... You say something you might mean in that exact moment, but, like, realize that that's a shitty, like, frame of mind you were coming from. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, Twilight does the, the cross my heart and hope to fly, stick a cupcake in my eye, but she does it too fucking hard this time. Like, yeah. Pokes herself straight in the eye instead of squishing her eye in like Pinkie Pie did. Yeah, yeah. she has to close her eye first, and she doesn't use the whole hoof to spread out the pressure. And yeah. so, yeah, so she promises, she's like, losing a friend's trust is the fastest way to lose a friend. And then Pinkie Pie sticks her head of this basket of sponges that was just there, like, forever! Yeah, and just sinks back in, and neither of the other two even comment on the fact she's there. Yeah. Even though both of them are staring at her. Mm-hmm. Bird, chill. It's okay. I know, Pem. I know. It's very upsetting when Pinkie Pie pops out of weird places. <laughs> uh, I know, Bird. Uh, yeah. And so Twilight has promised, and Pinkie Pie will show up throughout the episode to remind Twilight of her promise. And again, like, I don't think it would have been unreasonable for, like, Twilight to say to one of them, Hey, talk to your friend. I think she'll surprise you. You know? Yeah. But, uh... Rarity's like, oh, I've been here long enough. I should probably head out. And she shows up with this, like, very cute, like, red and white stripedy dress thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a real cute fit. Yeah, it's a nice, like, beachwear kind of thing. It looks good on her. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, Kurt's like, oh, Fluttershy may be famous, but I don't have to stop looking fabulous. Yeah, which is like, Rarity's trying to handle this well. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, yeah. It's very much like, just because, like, you're not getting the recognition you want for the thing you do or because you feel like you're being outshone in your thing, doesn't mean you can't still do your thing. You have to take joy in your pursuits for their own sake. Good moral. Yeah. Not the point of the episode, but, like, good lesson. Yeah, right there. Like, all through this episode, Rarity is just, like, being a good person. Yeah. And, like, a surprisingly good friend for how we've seen her a few times before. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like, I, and we've had this discussion a few times, but, like, first time around watching this show, I didn't like Rarity. Now, I, I'm finding myself really liking Rarity. Yeah, and also, hey... This is how you write an episode without making any of the ponies shitty. Like, right, yeah. Like, every pony in this is, like, being well-meaning and normal and, like, you know, doing their best to not hurt anyone else's feelings. Like, no pony is being shitty. And, like, again, it's a good moral. It's It shows that, like, you can wind up in bad situations even if nobody does anything wrong. Yeah. I mean... I don't know if I'd quite say Pinkie Pie's being normal, but, yeah. you know, whatever. It's Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie means well, and it's... She is taking what is, like, a good rule and perhaps taking it too far, or whatever. Yeah. And then Fluttershy shows up, and then... Oh, she just missed Rarity. And, you mm. know, oh, I can't believe I missed... I could just scream. And then takes a big breath in and... Ah... It is the most adorable little, like, heart-meltingly cute scream of anger I have ever seen. Yeah. And, ah, uh, it does me good. Mm-hmm. And, ah, uh, she is tired of being famous, and, you know, she vents all this to Twilight, but makes Twilight promise, Oh, don't tell Rarity, she'll be devastated if I found out I didn't want to be a model anymore. And Twilight tries to be like, Oh, well, it's funny you should say that. And then Pinkie Pie just comes back out of the... Like, the sponges. Uh, the sponges with another forever! Yeah. Which, yeah, start, starts the trend of Twilight, like, just just fucking literally putting her hoof in her mouth to, to make her stop talking. Yeah. And then, Flair's like, oh, I hate being a model, etc., etc. She wants me to shine. And then, hmm. Twilight's like, oh, really? Well. And then, forever. Yeah. Forever. And then... Yeah, and so, again, that's kind of the thrill line of this episode, is, like, Twilight keeps getting really tempted to, like, tell these two this, but then Pinkie Pie always tells up to, like, you know, tell her to knock it off. But again, like, I think Twilight's saying, Fluttershy, you should tell Rarity how you feel, I think you'll be su pleasantly surprised, would not break the promise. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like if I was yeah. in a situation where, like, if I was in this situation, I would want the Twilight in this situation to, like, you know, hey, maybe you should tell them how you feel or something, you know? Yeah, like, we've always seen Twilight's pretty good about, like, being able to, like, suss out how to talk to people. Yeah, Wh which I think Twilight would if it weren't for Pinkie Pie in this episode, you know? Yeah, like, Twilight is absolutely the pony who normally would just, like, facilitate getting these two ponies in a room to talk to each other about this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, like, Pinkie Pie is certainly, like, Thwarting that, but again, Pinkie Pie means well, and it's like, 
a reasonable yeah. rule to apply. Oh, I can't betray my friend's trust, even though da 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 da. It's just a little weird that Pinkie Pie is this excessively a fucking cop about it, but yeah. 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 And it's, you know, part of, you'd have to play this sort of thing up for a TV show, but it's also very like, you know, it's representing the struggle of, I want to tell them, but oh, they swore me to secrecy, I can't break that promise. It's, you know, it helps to have someone external to represent that in something like this. Yeah. Twitch, I think we, the next scene is Twilight talking with Pinkie Pie, right? Uh, no, it's, uh, Twilight's walking around with Fluttershy. Oh, right. And then, you know, Fluttershy's wearing a hat and sunglasses so she doesn't get recognized. Mm-hmm. And Twilight's like, oh, you know, if you don't like being a model, you can quit. And then Pinkie Pie pops out of an apple cart and, like, slowly, menacingly eats an apple. But, like, halfway through, like, stops being menacing and is like, oh, damn, this is a good apple. And just yeah. keeps eating the apple. Yeah. No longer menacingly. Yeah. It's a good bit. Yeah. Especially because, like, as two horses walk away, she's just in the background still sticking out of this apple cart, eating this one apple. Yeah, she's, she's enjoying herself. She's enjoyed the apple. It's like, yeah. oh, it's juicy, or something like that. Oh, what a tasty little apple. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> horses do be eating apples. Uh, it's how they be. That's a little horse fact for you at home. Mm. And uh, Twilight has an idea, and uh, Twilight runs off to, like, implement this idea or to go talk to Pinkie Pie. And in doing so, blows Fluttershy's disguise off, who then gets mobbed. Yeah. Which, I'm kind of impressed that the fashion pony was able to put on a fashionable hat and sunglasses, and no one could fucking recognize her. Yeah. Like, she's not even, like, wearing a a dress or anything to, like, cover up her cutie mark. Yeah. It's a weird, weird vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Twilight explains her plan to Pinkie Pie to... Okay, what if I... What if I, with Fluttershy's consent, sabotage her her fashion show so that she's not a model anymore? Yeah. And she asks Pinkie Pie to swear to you to promise to not tell either of those ponies that that's her, like, end goal of this. Yeah. So that she can help keep, like, all of her promises intact. Yeah. But it's weird because Twilight goes and explains this plan to Fluttershy off screen. So, suddenly she could have just, like, told this to Fluttershy while they were together. She didn't, like, need Pinky's cooperation. Yeah, but then we wouldn't get the advanced Pinky promise. Yeah, where we get... Yeah, the whole thing is so we can get this gag where Pinky, you know, try like, oh, promise me you won't tell anyone, and then Pinkie Pie steps up her mouth, locks it, digs a hole, buries the key, builds a house on top of the key, and then moves into the house that she built on top of the hole where she buried the key. Yeah, the, the first time around, she only mimes it and... It's very baffling. And then Twilight asks her to explain. And then she just is like, well, obviously, and all those steps. And just like, "Mm, yeah, okay, Pinkie Pie. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's probably just a setup for that joke. Yeah. Um, There is one thing Twilight says in that scene that really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And it was that uh, Fluttershy can't possibly do anything unattractive on her own. Yeah. Which like, "Mm, you too, huh, Twilight? I agree. Yeah, and it's... Yeah. Which is borne out by the episode, right? Like, whatever... Yeah. I mean, well, we saw things that, like, she could do that made photo finish, eh? not want to take pictures of her, right? Like, it's whatever Rarity wanted her to do, where she, like, you know, stands up straight or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, photo finish clearly likes it when she's, you know, afraid or, like, being herself. Ah, uh, photo finish likes it when there's a hint of fear in her <laughs> model's eyes. 
She likes it when the horse is afraid or sad or bullied. Uh, concerning. Yeah. Ah, it's real. Uh, all right, and then we cut to the the fashion show, where uh, you know, Twilight has just explained the plan to Fluttershy. It's like all I have to do is make you not be you. Just leave it to me. And then ah, the show is starting, and meanwhile, Rarity is walking in to watch all this happen. Yeah, Rarity's like, oh, I guess I'll check in on what all the fuss is about. Mm -hmm. Because, like, hey, Rarity's being a good fucking mature person is being like, well, my friend's fucking famous. I might as well go, like, actually check out what they're famous for, like, and be a good fucking friend. Yeah. Like, uh. Oh, uh, there, there is a, a good thing we, we missed it where it's, uh, <sighs> where, uh, Fluttershy is talking to Twilight about, you know, the show or whatever. It's like, oh, but I have to go. Like, she mentions going to the fashion show. It's like, oh, I have to go capture. And she, like, channels photo finish for a bit with Simagic. And it's very cute. Yeah. It is kind of great that, like, anyone who spends time talking to photo finish just starts talking like photo finish. Yeah. And you kind it's of a very you energy. Uh-uh. Gay and also correct. It's... Like, that's the fun of having a character like this with, like, a distinct accent and way of speaking, or it's, like, it's easier for other characters to, like, make fun of them in a way that's good. Yeah. Like, I always cherish, I was in a tabletop campaign once, but I was playing Victoria Lake, who spoke like this, who used this accent. And, you know, in universe- Is this the same accent Jacqueline had? Yes. Oh, I, no. I can only do so many accents, you see. And, um... The highlight of that campaign for me was um, where we met another we met another NPC from the same country Victoria was from, and so the DM had to do that accent. Oh no! And I was like, ah, oh, finally, someone who talks normal. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Uh, or at one point, one of the other player characters like was making fun of Victoria or whatever, and they had to also do the accent, which is. Just the payoff of doing an accenting character all the time. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Uh, Fluttershy walks out on the stage. And uh, Twilight used her magic to like make her trip. And like picks her up and makes her fly around. And walk on two hooves. And drags her around. And like flips her upside down. And makes her pick her nose. And... <laughs> And a rather extended shot of that. Yeah, and, like, makes her, like, scoot, like, scratch her behind her ear like a dog. And then, like, she makes her bark. Yeah, and, like, to be clear, listeners, the 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 audience for this fashion show is just aghast at that this display. They are just full-on gasping at every moment. Yeah, like, Rarity goes from, like, oh, that's kind of cute to... Oh, oh, that's terrible. This is hard to watch. Even Bubble Wrap is there and she fucking hates it. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see Bubble Wrap in the audience for that one. Yeah. She didn't really strike me as the kind of pony I'd be big into fashion shows. Yeah. <sighs> like, Colgate is there and she's making this weird, like, jack-o'-lantern face. It is... No pony likes this. Like, Carrot Top <laughs> is there, like, get her off the stage! <laughs> uh, the thing that got me was that, like... After all that, like, all this shit, everyone's just like, what the hell is this? What's going on? And then, uh, Twilight makes, makes, makes Fluttershy, like, call out like a mule. Yeah. 
And that's what gets everyone to wander off the stage. So, like, one, hey, Twilight, do we need to have a talk about you and mules? Again? And Again? Right? You've done this Again? before. But also, like... It worked. Yeah. Everyone fucking hated the sound of a mule in the well, room. I mean, it's insensitive for a pony to make mule noises, right? Like, like this is Fluttershy making some racist noises on stage, right? Oh, see, I was having the, the interpretation of everyone just being like, oh, God, it's the sound of a mule. Disgusting. Because it seemed to be, like, the vibe everyone else was giving. Because, like, we know diamond dogs are a thing. Yeah. Making, like, scratching yourself like a dog and barking like a dog would also be weirdly racist. Yeah. Hey, Twilight, we need to talk about that, too, oh, don't but we? But we also have, like, but, like, regular dogs. Like, we see Winona, who's just, like, a regular-ass dog. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it is explicitly the mule yeah. that that comes out. And every time the mule is brought out, it is a fucking racist joke against mules. Okay. Like, yeah, like, if someone was on stage and they, like... I don't know, started doing a racist accent, you would also boo them off the stage. I get I guess. I don't know. It it feels it feels really weird that like the crowd's reaction seems to be more in a disgust at the noise than a disgust in the fact that a pony made the noise. Yeah. I, I'm willing to believe that. I the the most charitable interpretation is that Twilight made Fluttershy say something racist and everyone's mad about that and booing her off the stage. Yeah. Also, Twilight, what spell is this? Like, I thought you were just, like, telekinetically, like, <laughs> moving her body around, but I guess you could make her say shit, too? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... Uh, horny? I mean, it'd be horny if you were making her say racist shit. Yeah, like, there's there's a lot of, like, very good horny energy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just, it all feels like it comes in at a weird angle that it's, that it's awkward to refer to as horny energy. yeah. Like it's it's really the uh, look. I, I'm I I know there are people whom like the the force to pick your nose in front of a crowd thing is horny, but it's it's the mule thing, right? It's the weird like fantasy racism angle that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <sighs> and then and like photo finish being a a kind of fun bossy woman with a German accent. Yeah, great. Photo finish like plowing over people's consent and comfort lines because she wants a good photo. Mm. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Again, photo finish is the closest thing this episode has to a villain. Yeah. Yeah. And then... <sighs> Rarity is like, oh, she starts clapping and, well, stomping her hoof against the ground, which is the horse version of clapping. Yeah. And like, yeah, woo! Because, you know, she's cheering Fluttershy on so that the crowd doesn't boo her, right? She didn't think she- this was good, but she was like, oh, she's here to be nice to her friend. Mm-hmm. And then, like... But the but the crowd has a turn of like who the hell would cheer this and then they turn like oh, look at that pony's fashionable hat and dress <laughs> clearly she understands high culture yeah look at how good that horse's hat is she must be correct yeah. about this yeah <laughs> which is like feels like such a dig at like the really weird art scenes that exist yeah. that are just like here's something that's shitty but we all say it's great so it's not shitty anymore but it's. Yeah, this pony specifically says, like, what if that pony loves it? That highly fashionable pony loves it, then so do I. Woo! Yeah! yeah. Like, I, I think about, like, you know, the urinal that was turned sideways and had the artist's name mm-hmm. written on it, and that was just, like, an art piece. Like, 
This feels like a little bit of a mockery, like a loving mockery of that yeah. sort of culture. Yeah, very much. You know, it's it's not about what you do. It's about it's about the person. It's about doing the, uh, you know, it's about performing the proper obeisances and so on. Yeah. And uh, so then they all like everyone loves it again. They're all clapping for Fluttershy. Fluttershy's like, no, no, it's ruined. Yeah. Yeah. She she gets back into the changing room where Twilight's hiding, and she says, "Oh, I'm just so frustrated. I could kick something," and kicks a little like vase that's next to the door, and it like rocks like three times before going back to just like stationary. Like it was not a not a powerful kick. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, and but Rarity shows up, and she's like, "Fluttershy, are you all right?" And then this entire conversation, Twilight's like shoving who's in her mouth to like avoid saying things yeah because she keeps on like like the two of them are having the conversation that eventually does lead to them like realizing that you know fluttershy doesn't want to be a model and and rarity's jealous and it's better for both of them if they if she just stops doing the modeling thing and like twilight keeps interrupting enough to have them look at her and then she just like shoves her hoof in her mouth or like an entire like bowl of fruit just gets yeah. shoved in there to stop her talking. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Twilight's like, oh, of course she did, of course she hated this, like, and then, like, Ugh. yeah, and then, uh, eventually, like, Rare just says, I was jealous, I just, I started hoping you'd stop being a model, and then, uh, blah, blah, and Rarity feels terrible yeah. for that, and then, eventually, Twilight, like, sticks her head in a, in a plant, in, like, a potted plant. yeah. <sighs> Which is enough to have these two finally finish their discussion. And Photo Finish comes in and is like, Oh, Twilight. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Fluttershy. It's, I've got the perfect thing. We're going to have six photo shoots tomorrow with how popular you are now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Fluttershy's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to any of them, actually. Yeah. And then they both do this, like, very photo finishy, we go, and then leave. Yeah. And once they're gone and photo finishes, like, what just happened? Yeah. Twilight pulls her head out of this potted plant and just shouts, Spike has a crush on Rarity. <laughs> the only pony in the room is, you know. Photo finish. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't seem to. Yeah, doesn't know Spike. Doesn't seem to give a shit who Rarity is. Yeah. But she broke her promise. Yeah, it's not even... And the Pinkie Pie that lives in the mirror knows! <laughs> yeah, it's not even clear that, like... Photo finishes in the room at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then... There's just, there's just a Pinkie Pie being like, oh, and you were doing so well. Yeah. But she's just in the fucking dressing room mirror. Yeah. Weird. Fucking horrifying. Now you see why Twilight was, like, shoving her hooves in her mouth. She didn't want Pinkie Pie to fucking show up. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, we're back at the spa. Uh... Fluttershy's in the bath, Rarity's in the sauna. Twilight, like, dictates her friendship lesson to Spike about communication. And Spike's like, did you get all that? And Spike's like, no, I didn't. I can't believe you told Photo Finish about my feelings for Rarity. So I guess Photo Finish was there. Yeah. And then, well, he did say you told someone. Yeah. But, and like, but Photo Finish is the only person she could have told. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, Fluttershy does apologize. Like, she does genuinely apologize for breaking his promise. For breaking her promise. And... Uh, Twilight apologizes. 
Twilight does Twilight does genuinely apologize to Spike for breaking her promise. She does like acknowledge like, yes, that was bad of me to do. I'm sorry. And then Dude, I know it was something fucked up I did. I'm very sorry about it. Yeah. And then she's like But I bet she's gonna find out anyways, because we cut to Spike fanning Rarity with a fan with like again, that picture of Rarity's face and a heart. Yeah, he has a lot of things with that printed on there, huh? Yeah. Also I'll admit I haven't been in the sauna in a hot minute, but I don't. I feel like spanning someone in a sauna is a little counterintuitive. Yeah, that's that's not how that's supposed to go. Yeah, and that's our episode, baby. Yeah, that's that's where we end on. All in all, it's been a pretty good episode, actually. Yeah, that was good. Like, genuinely good morals. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even like the incidental stuff. Like, you know, even the incidental stuff. Like. It's normal for Rarity to feel a little jealous about this. It's the way you, like, deal with those feelings that's important. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of unspoken morals in this episode that were legitimately good. Yeah, and again, like, yes, what Pinkie Pie did was, like, bad, but you can see how, like, you should never break a promise to a friend is, like, a reasonable thing to say. Yeah. And it's a, it's, a, it's a more or lesser show would teach, right? Like, oh, you should never break a promise to a friend. Mm-hmm. But, but like, the episode is about how, like, well, use your best judgment. Like, it's not an absolute. And especially since, again, I think Twilight could have solved this without necessarily breaking your promise. And, like, I have been in basically Rarity's exact, exact situation here. Mm-hmm. And I had the Twilight friend just, like, go and tell the Fluttershy friend, like, hey, this is a miscommunication both of you are having, and, like, you're definitely the one who should initiate fixing that. Mm-hmm. And all, like, definitely both of us were were just better off for it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, it kind of sucked that my friend, like, told someone else about, about my feelings on, on... But, like, at the same time, this person looked at the situation between two of their mutual friends and was like, I can think I can like softly help these people fix yeah. this. And they did. Yeah. I don't know. I appreciate that actually. Yeah. I like, I really like that. It's like it, it gives us two morals that a lesser show would do poorly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like a lesser show would have an episode about like, it's wrong to feel jealous or you should never break a promise to a friend. Yeah. And it shows how yeah, like, you know, it's normal to for something to make you feel bad. Like, that's a natural response, and there are healthy ways to process that. And, you know, there are ways to help the situation without necessarily breaking your promise. Mm-hmm, exactly. <sighs> uh, also, uh, Spike is fanning. Definitely another rare loaf, so. Yeah. After multiple episodes of having no loaves, we get three this time, including our first flutter loaf. Uh, our first loaf. Right? Ah. I'm quite happy. Happy ending. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, did Bubble, Bubble Wrap drop off any mail? No, no mail from either Bubble Wrap or Zip Code. Huh, alright. Which is probably, well, I guess... Probably for the best. We had a lot to talk about this episode because it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was a little worried we'd have, have to have an even longer episode just because, like, yeah, it's been so much. <sighs> and, like, we had, we had quite a few letters last week, mm-hmm. so... Good times. Yeah, like, I know I talk a lot about how, you know, 
this show is a toy commercial, but it's episodes that, that, like this, like, oh, this is why the show, like, kind of accrued a fandom in the first place. Like, this is why, like, when the show is good, it's pretty good. Mm. <sighs> like, I, because I've seen Megan McCarthy's name around a lot. Like, you know, she is one of the names that comes up when talking about ponies. She's up there with Lauren Faust and so on. And yeah. I'm starting to get why. I'm starting to see why she's so, you know, beloved. Yeah, it because she's written other episodes, right? Like that we've done already. Yeah, she wrote a uh, Call of the Cutie where uh, Apple Bloom meets the other Cutie Crusaders, and she's done which was a fucking banger. Yeah, and she did a Dragon Shy, which I had my issues with, but you know, not bad. Yeah, it was one of the first episodes in the show. They were trying to find their legs. Yeah. I get it. And uh, those are the only two this season, I believe, at least that we've seen okay. so far. All right. Well, we'll have to keep uh, a special eye out for. For her additions. Oh, no, looking forward. She did the uh, fucking Pinky Has a Mental Break episode this season. Oh. Oh. She broke party of one, baby. Damn. My memory of that episode was not kind, so I'm going to assume my memory of it was just wrong. I am going to be fascinated going back into that episode because it's one of those that has been the fandom fucking took it and ran with it. To the point of completely eclipsing any memory I had of the episode itself. Yeah, because that's where, like, Cupcakes is from. And I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about Cupcakes when that episode comes around. There are so many, like, shitty, grimdark, pinky pie can- head cannons or whatever you want to call them, that that episode birthed. I am so curious to see if that episode is actually good. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what it is when we get there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... <sighs> Megan, you know, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, same. I want to find out that I'm wrong about disliking that episode. Same. It is one of those that's, like, been tainted for me by the fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? Yeah, I think I think that's horse, baby. That's horse. We've solved horse, everyone. Ah, finally. All our horse has been solved. Mm-hmm. All your horse are belonging to solved. That's nothing. Ah. Uh. Ah. <sighs> You solved my horse riddle, Batman. <laughs> uh, you can tune a piano, but can you solve a horse, Batman? Uh, uh, anyways. Truly it was. We Wait, shit. Truly we were hit by a horse truck and had easily got into Equestria? I have been Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. You can find my writing, programs, podcast, posts, everything else is fit to plug at princess.software. Beans, beloved, where can we find you? Hi, yeah, uh, I, I'm Spilled Beans. I'm the one who's running the uh, the the uh, Horse Isekai Twitter account. Uh, so if you if you wanna if you wanna deal with me being weird on Twitter, uh, that's where you get it. Uh, if you wanna find any of my other chunks of my brain that aren't stuck here in Equestria, uh, Dracos.art. Uh, D R A E K O S dot A R T. See you next time, folks. Mwah. Goodbye! Pony.